Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Brewed Up and Spit Out podcast. I am your host, as always, Justin Wojo Wojohowitz, along with my co-host, Scott Big Friction Stone. Big Friction, today's date is October 13th, 2020, and tell the people at home what we're drinking today. Today, we are drinking from Single Cut Beersmiths. Ooh, a beersmith. It's a beersmith. 18-watt IPA. I don't know anything about these beersmiths. I don't even know if that's a real profession. That's what I'm saying. What's the difference between a beersmith and a brewer? Like, a, I, I feel like there's a hammer involved, and I don't <laughs> think it should be. I feel like you're just a hipster. Like You just want to sound cool and call yourself I a beersmith. I mean, beer it smith. is an IPA, so there's always a distinct possibility. It's probably a guy with a... With a uh, with a really long beard. Yeah, and that yeah. little swivel haircut looking Absolutely. like Bryce Harper. He's got a freaking man bun. Ugh. Yeah. Man bun. Yeah, the so, bane of existence. Unless he doesn't. Unless this is really good, and I don't really want to like say bad things about things without knowing it. I know. But I know we're we're uh, we're being very bold with our our words here. So let's just let's, let's just, just crack it open. Let's just jump right. I in can't it. even open it. It's too. Oh God, my small nails. It's okay, man. It's okay. All it right. smells not the worst. I mean, it I smells smelled, like an IPA. I smelled it from here. It didn't smell like the worst. All right, let's. Uh... Ooh, it does smell kind of. It's an IPA. Dude. It smells like a pine cone. It, yeah, well, it's going to taste like one. Hopefully, the, I love that. I need to. I need to think of a name of IPA that has something to do with a pine cone in the middle. <laughs> Intense pine cone alcohol. I mean, maybe, dude. We could just distill pine cones. It might taste better. It might taste better. It just tastes like a regular IPA. It's actually. It's. I mean, the first sip, it does taste like an IPA, but it's definitely like um. To me, it's not as like strong as a lot of IPAs. It's a very like mild IPA. Yeah, what's the um, what's the ABV on this? It is a five percenter, so like an average beer. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty low for an IPA. Yeah, so I um, it's a it's a nice flavor though. I mean, I it's uh, I I'll I'll see how it goes as we drink more, but the uh, the initial sip, I'm, I'm vibing it. I'm I've, vibing it. I've come to realize that IPAs, I start disliking them the more I drink them. So I'm just gonna the flavor builds up. Yeah, it's like yeah, and it gets a little warmer too, and it's just mm. that's why you gotta drink it before it gets warm. You just my gotta friend. chug it. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Not me. I don't know. Let's let's find out. Let's find out. Come with us on this wild journey that we're about to go on. Um, Scott, the Lakers are your NBA champions in six games. Like someone at this table said, was gonna happen verbatim. Exactly. I understand that, and. It hurts me to know that you were right about that because I really, really wanted to see the Heat win. But once Bam got hurt and once Goran Dragic went out, like he tried to play too. What a hero! I know, I know. He was trash in the in the game six, but he's you know he's basically playing everyone on, was trash in the game, and six. he was basically playing on one foot. Yeah. I mean, I can't. The Lakers absolutely dominated that game. It was like there was never a point to where it was even in question about who was going to win game six. No, it was. I turned it on at halftime because I was watching something else that was on that night. I actually the forgot that. Yeah, I forgot the finals were on for a hot minute because they started kind of earlier than they usually do, didn't they? They started at seven thirty, which is early. usually they start at eight. Yeah, we were watching them. Uh, we were well, we were gonna watch them before Monday or Sunday night football started, but I literally pulled out my phone and I saw the score and I was like, "Yeah, put it on at halftime." Uh, and they were like, "What a dominant performance!" The, the the highlight reel was all Lakers defensive plays, and I'm like, "Oh uh, man, I don't know. It wasn't good." But I don't know. But, you know what? Uh, I think it's fitting in a year where we lost Kobe Bryant that the Lakers won. So it is. It is. Hats off to them. Yeah, they were obviously they're clearly the best team. Yeah. So except I really would have liked to have seen them gone against the Clippers, but unfortunately we're not going to get that because the Clippers are trash and lost to the Nuggets. Yes. Well, up three one. Well, you know that's all Paul George's fault. So Paul George, where are you, Paul George? <laughs> and we're still looking for Paul George. We're still looking for him. The milk carton still has Paul George's face on the side of it. So and inevitably what happens is whenever LeBron wins a title or whenever LeBron doesn't win a title, pretty much after every season, we have to revisit the famous GOAT debate of whether Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Some people will say Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Some people will throw – some old heads will throw in – Bill like, Russell. Or Wilt Chamberlain yeah. or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But I think most sane human beings will say that it's probably between LeBron and Michael Jordan. I'd like to know where you fall on which side of the fence you fall on when it comes to these two. As far as me personally, what I believe, uh, Michael Jordan, hands down for me, is the greatest player of all time, at least that I've seen. 
using my own two eyes that I watched growing up. I watched Michael Jordan play for the Bulls, and I remember how absolutely dominant he was. And he didn't have to hop around from team to team to win his championship. Shots fired. So I think something's to be said with that about that. But then again, he also had a really good supporting cast in in Chicago. He did, and they did, and they stayed there. And they stayed there. You had, you had Rodman, you had Pippen, obviously, mm-hmm. like Steve Phil Curry. Jackson as your coach. Like there was a lot of help there for him. Um, so my unfortunately, I don't have the same uh, perspective as you because when I watched Michael Jordan, he was on the Wizards. So that's rough. There was that's rough. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a good thing. But my answer to that is almost a cop out, and people will roll their eyes. But I feel like it's hard to have a greatest of all time because you look at the eras that these guys played in. Like, look at Wilt Chamberlain. You know, he was. I think Wilt Chamberlain probably had the tools to be a good player, a, even a great, you know, an all time player in this t- today's day and age with his skill set. But look at the some of the film he he played against. Five foot eleven white yeah, guys. Yeah, there's definitely a, a talent discrepancy between how game ready players are now because they're pretty much coached this their entire life. The whole process yeah. is completely different than it was back in the day. You don't have guys who were like working part time jobs it, in the offices exactly. at the grocery store. Sports were so different. Like back then, you know, Babe Ruth was famous for drinking a beer and eating a hot dog before a game. Now, you know, these guys have strict diets. They work out all year round. It's not just like a part time job for them. It is a 24-7-365 thing. And to compare a guy like LeBron to a guy like Jordan is a little more reasonable because the, the difference... The errors in, aren't that too far off, but still, like, the NBA has completely changed yeah, since back then. It's, it's a lot more offensively skewed. You know, the three-point shot is is a thing now that is just dominant. It reigns supreme over big men. And back then, it was... You know, you need a big man in the paint. Right. And back then, you didn't have a seven-footer on every team. No. If you right. had a seven-footer, you know... And they don't make seven-footers now like they used to, where seven-footers back then, you would have guys... I mean, there's still some in the league like this today, but sometimes you'd just have a big, goofy seven-foot-tall guy out there because he was seven feet tall. Oh, yeah. Now you got guys like Dwight Howard, you know, back in his day went on the Magic. He could jump out of the gym. You got guys like Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic who can hit a three, can, you know, do any like pass. Giannis, too. Like, Giannis, yeah. yeah, he's six foot eleven. He's almost seven foot, and the guy's the most athletic player on the floor at all times, like... People weren't made like that back then. People were just different. Right. And it really comes down to like training and preparation and people like they dedicate their entire lives to it now. So I agree with you on that, that it's really hard to compare different eras because competition is completely different. And I like to consider it almost like a G-O-A-D, a GOAD, a greatest of a decade. I think you can make, I think that's a little fair. You can put it in perspective. I, I think the way that I would be able to quantify it and actually do it is if the players overlapped. That's fair. So like, like if so like Kobe and Jordan, Kobe and Jordan, even Kobe and LeBron to an extent, mm-hmm. like, cause it, like he was still playing when Kobe was in his yeah, prime. And Kobe so. was in his prime when LeBron came in the league. So yeah, I mean, it's easier to compare that kind of thing because, okay, they're around in the same time period. But when you're talking about people like Kareem, like uh, Bill Russell, stuff like that, Bill Russell's got 11 rings. Yeah. He, there's no way I think that Celtics team wins 11 wing, rings in this NBA. No, they couldn't, So, especially with the salary cap and everything. Yeah. Like, how can you go back and, and take a guy like Shaq and put him against a guy like Bill Russell? It's like, you can't. Yeah, Because exactly. Bill Russell was great, but I think that from a physicality standpoint, Bill Russell could not guard Shaq. No. He's and, too big, too strong. And the thing, that the same argument could be made, though. Well, what if Bill Russell could spend his whole life and offseason dedicated yeah. to working out? It's hard to do it. It's it's comparing apples to oranges. It really is. And I hate the debates, man, because all it does is just builds. It builds a, a hate towards certain guys. You get your Jordan stands and your LeBron stands, and they, well, they'll, they'll die for their favorite player. But it, they're all great. That's the thing. Even though I, I love Michael Jordan, and I still think he's a better player than LeBron, I can absolutely acknowledge how dominant LeBron is. Yeah. And there's faults to his game, and there's faults to, you know, people don't like some some things he does, personality things, and but you can't look at the, the, the stats don't lie. No. Numbers don't lie most of the time, and especially in this case. He is statistically going to be, if not the best ever, he's going to be guaranteed top three. And I don't think there's any way you can look at him and say he's not top three. Right, and I think that he just gets a lot of unwarranted hate just because of the the way he makes his decisions to go different places. And the stuff decision like that. was a big thing. The decision was an interesting. It, thing. I it, remember watching that. On oh TV. God, it was it was terrible, dude. Like it was just terrible. Like, and then they come out in the in the press con or the um the show. They had like that weird show. I know it was so weird. Not they, one, not, not two, two, not, not three. three. 
And then you get beat by the Mavericks in your first your Yo, first season. But that's my boy Dirk. I love Dirk. Dirk was a beast, man. Dirk was a beast. I go back and watch highlights sometimes of that that run, man. That was incredible. Oh yeah, it was Dirk and a bunch of a bunch of pharmacy workers. Absolutely. JJ Barea, Jason Terry, J- and Jason Terry, uh, kid, kid. That was a that Sean was, Marion. That was a fun team to watch. I just love watching Dirk shoot though, because he gets that little goofy leg kick out every time. It's yeah, so and good. he just looks so like unathletic running he down does. the floor. He's this but... big ass German guy just coming down the floor. <laughs> terrifying. It's, it's terrifying, especially if he's talking. If he's just talking shit in German, like yeah, you wouldn't I'd even be know. terrified. You wouldn't even <laughs> like, know. All right, Scott. So I want to go on to just real quick touch on what we missed in baseball, which was the Yankees getting knocked out by the Rays, which is delicious. To which me. is always delicious. I-, I love to see Yankees fans suffer because. They are like Lakers fans, and while I don't mind the Lakers fans right now, they are historically some of the most insufferable and most bandwagony fans. Twenty-seven rings, bro. I know it's just so gross, though. Twenty-seven rings. No, I look. I can't stand it because Yankees are one of those like Yankees fans are those people who can constantly live in the past. They're like Cowboys fans. Yeah, your last like, your last championship was on VHS, bro. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I feel I you know what I feel sad for like rest in peace Miami Marlins. They didn't even I feel like they didn't even play. They didn't even play. They it's didn't rough. even show up. They didn't even show up. I I thought for sure that they were they hadn't lost a playoff series before this but <sighs> they really lost a, a playoff series. Shout out to the Braves though. Yo, and the Braves, I think they're going to beat the Dodgers because the Dodgers just choke whenever they get into the playoffs. And the Braves Herschel's not even starting. No, he got scratched tonight. Like the the Braves this season, their their one weakness was their starting pitching, and their bullpen was only okay. They didn't give up a run. They've given they give up one run <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> uh, They've given up like two runs in like yeah, six it's, games. It's crazy, That's unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. They're really stepping up right now. And as as a Phillies fan, obviously, I hate to see the the Braves or any other. I, mean, I would have loved to see the Marlins, but I hate to see the Braves win. But I got to tip my hat to them. They're actually doing really good right now. Yeah, and time they're and, getting timely hitting. And, and, and right now, I mean, I'll root for them over the Dodgers just because I want to see the Dodgers collapse again because it's so funny. It's it's hilarious to me. It's and it's weird. I'm I'm stuck on like a a fence right now because I really would love to see the Rays go to the World Series, but I think it would also be kind of funny to see the Astros go and After win it again. Hate, yeah, just yeah, be they like, got oh, all the you hate. can't talk shit now. We, yeah, yeah. You said we said we only won because we were banging on garbage cans, but we're actually just better than everyone else. Like, yeah, it's I don't know. It's going to be interesting. The whole playoff is going to be interesting, man. I'm I'm excited. I don't think there's really a team left that I would hate to see win. Like the, the Dodgers, Dodgers, probably. That's yeah. probably the only one. Just the same thing. It's just LA teams, man. They're just their fan bases are insufferable because they don't show up until they're winning. Well, that's the thing, though. I don't even know what I don't even know what Dodgers fans have to be like talking about. Like the Dodgers haven't won anything, but, and they've been good for so many years now. That's the thing. They just keep choking every time they make it anywhere. Like they it's do. terrible, and it would be hilarious to see them lose again to the to the um the Braves. Um, but who do you think? So you you've already claimed you think you the Braves are going to win. What do you think in the AL? You think the Rays? They're up to nothing. I think the Rays are going to so win. So you got Braves versus Rays in the World Series. Braves versus Rays in the World Series, and I got the Rays taking it. I like that. I have the Dodgers versus the Rays in the World Series. I think the Dodgers will come back. And unfortunately, I really have to. I just I don't want to say it, but I really do think the Dodgers are going to. The Dodgers had a really a really really good regular season, but the thing is. With them, I'm still waiting to see something in the postseason. I'm still waiting for Kershaw to show up. Kershaw doesn't show up in the postseason, though. We exactly. Know that. I know this that. This might be the best thing for the for the <laughs> get scratch. Yeah, maybe this guy will come in and be good. I don't know. I mean, who knows, man? But I, I can't confidently stand behind, like, given the track record, I can't confidently stand behind and go, yeah, I think the, the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. So, I plus, just, I'd just like to see the Rays win. They're a fun team to watch. They're all like homegrown talent. They're all young guys. Like they do it the right way. I like to see them win. They do it the right way. I like that. Oh no, I just Lindsay just texted me. She said that a squirrel was on her mom's screen door. Was about to come in the house. Oh no. Oh no. Board your houses up. These squirrels are out here looking for people. They're getting crazy. They're, it's, They're it's getting starting crazy. to get cold outside. They're forgetting where they buried their nuts. They're looking for humans. Board your windows up, everyone. Board your windows. Not the, good. The squirrels are coming. Um. So football this week, Scott. This football last week. this week. Oh, don't please. R.I.P. Dak Prescott. R.I.P. My fantasy team. team. R.I.P. My fantasy team. Yo, it looked like someone right clicked and then deleted Dak's ankle. Like it was bad, man. Like it is just it's gone. Do you like how Tony Romo said? Oh, it looks like it looks like he just rolled it over. He probably <laughs> sprained it as this man's bone is sticking through his his sock. 
Uh, Tony was, Romo should know. He's been hurt plenty of yeah, times before. He should it, know it what was, it injuries was look like. really rough to watch that, especially when they did the slow motion, dude. I was, I was very upset. It was a very upsetting And night. it sucks, too, because we all know the contract drama that's, that he's been going through. You know, he wanted to get paid. Apparently, the, the Cowboys made him multiple very generous offers, but he stuck to his guns and credit and, on him. And for, the, the crazy thing was, though, he was actually putting up numbers to back up what he was yeah, demanding and, this and year. Yeah, and if he would have kept it up, he was going to average what? He was averaging enough They were saying that he was yards. on pace to average like 6,700 yards. unreal. And 38 touchdowns Like 5,000 yards in a season is like impressive as hell. 6,000 yards, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's never been done. Yeah, Drew Brees holds the record right now, I'm pretty sure, with 5,000 something. I'm not sure the Yeah, exact I don't number. think it's six. Six is unbelievable. He's putting up 500 yards a game. Yeah. That's bonkers. But he's going to be out for the whole year. He's going to be out for probably some of next year. These kind of injuries, and the thing about it is, who knows if he is the same after? He's a quarterback who uses his legs a lot. Yeah. That's part of his game. I mean, he's, he's a decent pocket passer, but a lot of his value comes from him being able to run and throw. And now you figure, at least at the very least, if from a physicality standpoint, it doesn't affect him. The first time he goes, the second time he goes to run, he might that might be in the back of his head. Absolutely. Like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, and it's, it's going to happen again. It's also, especially being it was a contract year, obviously, for him. If Andy Dalton even steps up and does anything with this team, it's not a good look for Dak. No, because then the people are just going to say, oh, your your team was just good. Yeah, and he, you can just throw anybody in there. Yeah, like, you could do anybody. Go draft a guy next year. Yeah. Like, you'll be fine. It's And then you hate to see it because Dak really put his, you know, I, you can't say he put his, his money to the side because he did get franchise tagged, and that is a boatload of money those guys right. get when they get franchise tagged. But nothing near what he should be earning. And also, there's no security there. Exact, it's a one-year contract. Exactly what happened is exactly what players try to avoid when they're getting franchise tagged or on a contract dispute. Like it happened with Earl Thomas last year with the Ravens. Or no, it was with the Seahawks. He was still with the Seahawks then. He was with the Seahawks then. Yeah, he was with the Seahawks. And he got he was he wanted to get paid. He got hurt. That was when he flipped his own sideline off. Remember that? I remember that. He flipped off. I Pete remember Carroll. that. That was great. But we're I want to know, hear your opinion on this. When it comes to I don't want to say just NFL. Because even though the NFL is most likely to have this happen because of how violent it is and also the non-guaranteed natures of contracts, but also in a, like regards to college kids who sit out their senior years or they sit out bowl games, like where do you stand on that? Do you support athletes when they decide to do something like that? Or are you kind of well? I it? I think I mean obviously you should always probably be looking out for yourself. No you one to. else is going to look out for you. You have to. No one's going to look out for you. And when it comes down to like college kids sitting out like their senior year or like sitting out bowl games i think it all depends on expectations and where you're at in the season if you're in like the salvation army bowl or some bowl that doesn't even yeah. matter why would you i could why would you want to risk bowl. yeah why would you want to risk that like your health your future it's your well it's like your livelihood like because obviously college kids aren't getting paid which is a whole topic for another discussion but we could go all day about that. Exactly. I have strong feelings. So do about I. That. So you're really putting your future on the line there. And God forbid, like you have a bad injury to where you can't play again or anything even happens to tweak your game a little bit and hurts your draft stock. You're talking about the difference between a couple million dollar contract and making like almost nothing. Like it's rough. And I can understand completely where athletes would want to protect themselves. I would do the same thing in that scenario. And it it's so hard for college players because you figure they have to go, they have to go like to war with these guys every week. And some of these guys they've known for four years on the same team, all that camaraderie gets built. But I think that you do have to look at it like a business. Like you were just saying a first round contract in the NFL, the average, this is just average salary. You know, obviously 30 is going to get paid a lot less than one, but it's 18.4 million. If you get hurt, you slip to like the second or third round. Second round goes from eighteen point four million dollars contract value average to six point nine. Right, and that's I know a lot a of third. people out there will probably be like, "Oh, it's still six point nine million dollars," but that's still a lot of money you're leaving on the table. And I would like to see anyone say, "Okay, I'm happy with leaving twelve million dollars yeah. on the table for I mean, no reason." It, it's so easy to look at it and say, "I'd be happy with one million. Yeah, sure, I'd be super happy with one million dollars. But if you're going to tell me I had a chance to win, or and all I had to, to do was not, not play, play in a meaningless game, yeah, yeah." It's 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 meaningless for these guys, you know, unless 
some people really want to get that state champ or the um, national Listen, championship. National resume. championship, yeah, because that also because here's the thing: you perform well in a national championship game, that definitely raises your draft stock. But if you're like Trevor Lawrence and you're almost a consensus number one pick, and you've been a consensus number one pick since you were a freshman, like how how do you justify that to yourself? I, I and I give the kid a lot of props. He's going out there and playing. He's putting his his you know possible career on the line. Tua getting hurt. Thankfully, as a quarterback, you have a little more leeway. Teams are willing to take a risk on quarterbacks if they get hurt. But, like, who was the kid from Notre Dame who got drafted by the Cowboys? Oh, um, um, Smith is the Jaylen last name. Smith. Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Didn't he fall into, like, the third or fourth yeah. round? And when he, he was, was, a, he was first, a first round pick. He was a first round guaranteed first round talent. Yeah. Like, and thankfully for him, he was able to prove himself on the Cowboys. I don't know what his current contract is, but I'm sure he's probably getting paid or he's going he's, to get paid. He's doing all right for himself, I think. I'm pretty yeah, sure. But like not but all not guys nowhere is he should be, and like and that's a scary thing too. Because the thing is you're you you are your own business when you're a player like that. Mm-hmm. You're not working like you're working for a corporation, but you're representing yourself and you have to take out your best interest because you have to keep yourself healthy and that's how you make your money. So I can absolutely understand college kids wanting to sit out or even people in contract disputes wanting to sit out, because why would you want to Put yourself on the line when there's no guaranteed money. And I'm I'm all for it, man. The way I see it, if if you're a college athlete or you're you know trying to hold out, as long as you're okay with the ramifications that can come of it, at the end of the day, the worst thing that happens is people lessen their opinion of you. But you, like you said, it's a business. You have to take care of yourself and you have to secure your future for your family because not only will these NFL players make enough money for themselves for their lives, they'll make enough money for their children, their children's children, and their children's children's children. I mean, as long as you, some of them will, as long I as mean, you're smart with it. I mean, they'll make. There, there's some people who will blow through it. In they'll a couple make weeks, enough. But. I'm not saying they'll yeah. be smart with it, but <laughs> they will make enough money where it could last that long. Oh, absolutely. And see, yeah, absolutely. Take care of yourself. Get that money. Secure that bag, as the young kids say these days. And you know, these young whippersnappers. These young whippersnappers. We didn't have sayings like that when I was a kid. We also didn't have terrible beer when I was a kid. Whoa. Just Whoa. kidding. That was my segue, but. I want to hear what you think about it. First off, there was always terrible beer because Budweiser's been around Ooh, for a while. Budweiser is trash. But, no, I'm I'm going to tell you right now. Um, we've had a lot of IPAs on the show. Hopefully, that this reign of terror will for be coming right now, to an for end. For now, for now, for like the uh, we've had three IPAs the last three weeks. We need the, some diversity. With some, di- we need some diversity. But this one right here, I'm telling you right now, and I know you're not an IPA guy. I know that you hate IPAs. It's a very nice ipa for me because it's a very light ipa it's not like to me at least it's not like hitting you in the face with all those hops and stuff like that it's just to me it's a very light ipa and i love it it doesn't have any like special ingredients on it or anything no does it's it? just a normal ipa it's, a normal ipa regarding it, like what explain to explain to me as a well, if you go out and you get like any IPA from any brewery, for the most part, like unless they're flavored with like citrus or flavored with different things, like that, like that abomination we had last week, the high two weeks ago, the one that was flavored with flowers and pepper. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was not great. But that's what I'm saying. Like as far as like standard like hoppy IPAs go, like this has a nice to me a nice light and almost refreshing taste. So as far as IPA goes, this is actually one of the better ones that I've had, and I like IPAs. I don't like, know. Like I really like IPAs. So, as far as like standard non like crazy wacky flavored IPAs go, this is just a solid IPA. That goofy shit. Yeah, so that goofy shit. Which don't get me wrong, the goofy shit can be good. That milkshake, that raspberry milkshake IPA we first had was really good. We but need- this to me is what an IPA should taste like. It's not overwhelming, at least to me. I don't know if you're overwhelmed by the IPA ness of it. I'm always overwhelmed by IPAs. But I'm a, I'm a whole ass bitch. It's okay. You'll you'll learn to respect it at least. I'll put some hair on my chest yes. one day. I'll become a man one day. Yeah. So I think it's fine. I'm I'm enjoying it thus far. I'm just gonna reserve my thoughts for the end. Okay. As a true a true beer drinker should. I'll give it its fair its fair shake. And I, and I want to go on to the NFL for next week, but we're still not even done this week because it's Tuesday. I know. And COVID has. We dis- still haven't even gotten all the games out of the way no. this week yet. Speaking of that, RIP my fantasy team. I mean, just, I'm not going to lie. You may be the most unlucky person I've ever seen play fantasy football. At least this season I am. At least this season. We're going to turn it around this week when I play you. 
Maybe, man. I don't know. Going from Dak Prescott to Baker Mayfield is a pretty it's a pretty low drop. And if you'll remember, if you've been a religious listener to the podcast, which if you are, we love you. And yes, send thank us, you so much. Send us a postcard or something. We'll send we'll, you. We'll like, give you a shout out. We will. We'll give you a shout out. But I had Baker Mayfield week one, and I got rid of Baker Mayfield in a in a series of moves that but, ended up getting me Devontae Adams, who hasn't played a game for me yet. But wouldn't that be fitting, though? Yeah, wouldn't Baker that Mayfield. be fitting if Baker Mayfield beat you this week? I'll lose because Baker Mayfield. <laughs> wouldn't that be absolutely fitting? He was started on the year on your team, did nothing, did nothing, comes week. back and then wins and beats you. I mean, I would like it at least. I wouldn't be surprised. And you know what? I'm actually kind of expecting it to happen. You go in with low expectations, and then you're pleasantly surprised when they're they're not realized. But until I don't you know. realize that half the games are getting canceled due to COVID, yeah, and you're just like like, well, like this week, yeah, when yeah. when I had my backup quarterback specifically to play and. R.I.P. Drew Locke for getting not COVID, but stupid. Somebody got COVID, didn't they? A coach uh, got COVID. A coach got COVID Fucking or something coach, like that. Man. Trash. Absolute trash. Absolute trash. Absolute trash. Just like, is there any other storylines you want to talk about from last week besides the Giants being trash? But they're uh, trash. I mean, Giants almost beat the Cowboys, but that's because like I don't know. Cowboys defense is absolutely all time bad. Like, they are all time bad. Uh, it was surprising to see the Raiders beat the Chiefs. That was surprising. The Dolphins manhandling the, Dolphins the 49ers. Manhandling the 49ers because Jimmy G does nothing as a quarterback except look good. That's all he can do. He's it's a very talent. handsome gentleman. It's his only talent. All <laughs> he's doing good is looking good. Listen, sometimes you just got to play your hand you're dealt, and my man is doing it. He looks the part. He looks like like if you were going to tell me we need to get like an actor to play a quarterback in a movie, <laughs> that's the man I want. I hope, yeah, I hope Jimmy G plays Jimmy G in the Jimmy G story when it the comes biopic, up. biopic? Yeah. Of how he, he failed them in the Super <laughs> Bowl? Yeah, the Super Bowl. R.I.P. Jimmy G. The game last night, too, was kind of crazy with um, the Saints and the Chargers. We keep saying it, man, but Justin Herbert looks like the real fucking deal. He looks like the real deal. He almost beat the Saints, but then again, I still don't know what the Saints are. They're so. What are the Saints? But the Saints, I f- I feel like the Saints do this like every year, don't they? Isn't it like just like how the Patriots would be? The Patriots sometimes every couple years the Patriots would start out like zero and three or one and three, and everybody's like, "Is this the end of the Patriots?" And then they go and win the Super Bowl. Like that's I mean, just look, how they were. I think obviously the Saints are still missing Michael Thomas, which is huge because he punched a guy. He punched. <laughs> what the fuck? Honestly, I, honestly. This might this is gonna sound like some conspiracy theory nonsense, but I'm really thinking that if the Saints wanted, if the Saints th- thought they needed him to play, they would have played him. They would have played him. Yeah, and they didn't think they needed him because they were playing the Chargers, who are even though I think they're a young up and coming team, they're not competitive I mean, they right beat now. The Chiefs, they almost beat them, and they almost beat the Saints too. Yeah, so they're closer than people may think. But Michael Thomas is also coming off of an injury. I'm pretty sure he had a hamstring injury. Right. And they're going into a bye week. They're going into a bye week. They did the same exact thing they did with Devontae Adams. Speaking of that, fuck you, Packers. You costed me big time. (laughs) But it's the same thing they did with Devontae Adams. Why would you risk a guy coming back from an injury like that that could aggravate itself so easily? In a game where you don't think you need him. And right before a bye week. Yeah. The the logistics of it just didn't make any sense. So I get it. And I think that maybe it could have been like a a cheap way to say, oh, yeah, he's not playing because he punched a guy. It's like... I'm pretty sure if your best player punches a guy on Thursday, you probably still play him if you need him. He wouldn't miss a playoff game. No, he, he wouldn't miss a, a playoff guy. game. Hell no. He wouldn't miss a divisional game. He wouldn't have missed a game against the Buccaneers or some, maybe, like the Panthers. Maybe, maybe the Falcons. He, maybe, 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 yeah, maybe he probably would have missed a game against the Falcons. <laughs> Shit, I'll go out there and play against the Falcons. Sue me up a tight end, coach. I'll, I can catch a few balls. You can have um, you can have Drew Brees throw me a few. Yeah, exactly. I'll catch him. I promise. Can't be that hard. No, not against the, Can't be that hard. Not against the Falcons. And your Bengals, man, they looked, they looked Look, rough. They looked rough, but they're going against the MVP of the league, like the last year's MVP of the league. Mm-hmm. The Ravens still have a very solid defense. They may have lost to the Chiefs, but that's their one loss this year. Yeah, the, the craziest stat I saw was, and it's like it almost leads you to believe like in a trap game because the the Ravens' defense statistically was not that great against quarterbacks coming in. But if you look at it and you just exclude Patrick Mahomes. Which, you know, he's the right. best player in the league. But if you exclude that guy from the list of quarterbacks they played against and how they performed against them, they're the number one team in the league against quarterbacks. They give up no yards. They give up no touchdowns. They won outliers when they played the Chiefs. Oh, speaking of crazy stats, by the way, I saw this online and I couldn't believe it. And I, But apparently, Patrick Mahomes losing to the Raiders by seven is the biggest loss of his NFL career. No, that can't be. 
Really? That's what the, that's NBC put that out there. I didn't go and look and verify, but this is the biggest loss of his career. Wow, man, seven. that's really impressive. Yeah, that's, that's a crazy stat. That's uber impressive, man. Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm impressed too. I'm highly impressed. So I guess we'll just skip. This is I can't believe this is two undefeated teams, the Titans and the Bills playing tonight. It's so weird. It is weird, but I, I still like the Bills in this one. I think I said that last week. Yeah, well, just, not last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, Sorry, we, we we didn't even do anything last week. Sorry, guys, that we missed that. By the way, real life suck. stuff keeps happening. We suck. We're the worst. Right, and if you guys want to throw us some money so we can record every week, we'll definitely appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, Scott's starving over here. I am. I'm actually actually really starving. Scott's we'll wearing the same shirt every week we've recorded. I know it's got tatters in it. There's holes everywhere. I'm tired of seeing this man's nipples hang out through his shirt. I'm sure your neighbors are as well. Yeah, they have small children. They're probably not very excited. I'm probably going to end up on some kind of list. You might. So put them nips away and send Scott some money. It's rough. All right, we'll start from... Oh, God, I can't believe this abomination that's the first on this list. Because I'm a Giants fan, I get the Giants moved up to the top of the list. So we'll start there. But it's the football team against the Giants. And the Giants are favored. I mean... They almost beat the Cowboys for whatever that means. I don't know what that means. And the so. football team's trotting out Kyle Allen because I guess fuck Alex Smith. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Alex Smith was just in there because Kyle Allen got hurt, I thought, didn't he? Is but he was cleared to play. He was cleared to come back in. They said they said he's not going to play. Alex Smith's not going to play unless Kyle Allen is still hurt. But I don't know, man. I feel like, why not? The thing is, though, like... I'm just terrified to see him get hurt. Well, that's the thing, and I that's why you, you don't think, okay, you're not going to put Alex Smith in going, he gives us the best chance to win, because you don't have a chance to win no matter what. You're the football team. Yeah. So you may as well just protect your guys, see what you got. And Kyle Allen's young enough where he could still be like a, he could not a prospect, but like he, he, he well, could still they're, be like a late-blooming quarterback. They, they're seeing what they have, because like, obviously Haskins isn't it. No. So Haskins th- is trash. Right. They're seeing what they have. There's a lot of social justice outcries, too, that people are mad that Haskins got benched because they just didn't think he got benched because he's of the African-American persuasion. I'm not sure I agree with that. Um, he's been bad. I think he's just been bad. for for Since they got him, he's been bad. Like, I mean, he's in his defense, he's not had a lot of help. I mean, it, the team is, yeah, is that not team is good. just garbage. That team is hot garbage, but... Well, that's why I don't have a problem with them seeing what they got at least. Like, at least know what you have going forward to know who you want to build a team. Yeah, because if you if you don't think Haskins is the guy, then you give Kyle Allen a look and say, Kyle Allen, are you the guy? And if he's not the and guy, then not you the got to draft somebody. Then you draft somebody, right. which they're probably they were probably going to do anyway. But like, the, Ron Rivera is not tied to Dwayne Haskins. That was not his draft pick. He was hoping to see what he had in him. Clearly, he doesn't like what he has in him. So you move on. Right, I agree, and. uh that's what I'm going with the Giants. And the Giants are going to get their first win of the season. Yeah, baby. Actually, no. I don't want this. Yeah, they're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. Because I don't, know, I don't know if the Jets will ever win a game. They had know, a good man. chance against the Broncos, and that didn't work. And they just aren't good. They're just bad. But another team that... I don't know, man. I hate this. I really hate this team. The Houston Texans and the Titans. I hate the Texans because... I feel like they shouldn't be as bad as they are, and I hate teams that are worse than they. Literally, should be. to me, that's Bill O'Brien's fault. He did. they won the first game that they they got rid of him exactly, and it's Bill O'Brien's fault. Not just for that, just for the way the team was put together. Having to trade away DeAndre Hopkins was huge. Yeah, like, they, that's huge. You no. see what he's doing for Arizona. Yeah, like, he hasn't had like super dominant games. Well, this week, last week, he had a good game. This last week that just passed, but like he had the the week before that, he had a very like subpar game. But a guy like that, he at the very least will draw attention from the defense of the other team. Absolutely. Like he's and get like, other people open. You got to look at who you have left on the Texans at receiver. You got Will Fuller, who is he's a really good receiver. He's a speed guy. He can make big plays. He's a perfect number two. Right. A perfect number two. The you problem have, is he's you have the Hop- number one on that. Exactly. Team. If you put Hopkins and let him go against second cornerbacks and take advantage of not being double teamed, oh, yeah. that's the perfect situation Absolutely. for a guy like that. And then you got. Brandon Cooks, who had a big game last week, finally showed up. Finally showed up for the first time in, I think two years, <laughs> but yeah. since he since he left the, uh, the Rams, got, like what? Kenny Stills is their third receiver. Yeah, like that's a solid receiving it's a solid core. receiving core. It's, it's not bad. It, it doesn't have that number one a, guy they don't though. Have a superstar. That's the problem. They don't have the number they don't one have guy. A superstar. And, and David Johnson's been bad. He's been outright not good. Well, because David Johnson, I don't. That's that whole trade was just to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins for something. Yeah, they had. To, they were hoping that people remembered. David Johnson, and we're like, that guy was pretty he good. He was good like, once. Five years ago. Yeah, he had a couple good seasons he was really good. before he got hurt. <laughs> like, for, and without for like three years straight. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I think 
I think this is a sneaky game, and it actually has no line. And I don't know if it has no line because <laughs> because no one ever assume... thinks the no one ever thinks the Titans are going to play. Yeah, because they're going <laughs> to. I think if the Titans have another game that they have to push back, they might just make them forfeit. They might. They already said that it was an option because literally it shows that they don't think they're taking the like the protocol seriously. No, they're clearly not. So they but, showed them practicing on some high school field somewhere in Tennessee. I think I, I'm going to go. I think that now that Bill O'Brien's gone, I think Romeo Cornell is going to take Notre over Dame this guy. team, and I, I think they're going to get the win. I think the Houston Texans are going to be. I the actually Titans. agree with you. I think this is kind of like a trap game, if you can call it a trap game. I think the Titans are a good team, and I think they will probably make the playoffs. But I think the Texans are going to right the ship and do it again two weeks in a row. But going forward, I don't know if they'll be able to keep that level of consistency. Your guys, the Bengals, playing the Colts as heavy underdogs, seven and a half points. I think I'll take that spread, honestly. Colts have a very good defense. Very good. But they are missing. I don't know if they will be next week, but this week they were missing Darius Leonard, and that was big for them. Yeah. They didn't look the same on defense. They didn't look the same on defense. That's their guy. And honestly, Phillip Rivers hasn't looked like Phillip Rivers playing for the Colts. Honestly, if we're being frank with each other, Philip Rivers has him look like Philip Rivers in in a couple years. Philip Rivers, true. the things that he does now is you get you get glimpses of him doing great things, but then you also see him force balls in weird situations that turns into turnovers or just make very aggressive plays that ends up costing his team either field position or points in general. And at this point in his career, he's a decent quarterback, but I don't think you can rely on him to win games for you anymore single-handedly he's a good complimentary piece but is there enough around him with ty hilton struggling a lot and you know they're got running back injuries you know jonathan taylor's been good but marlon max out for the year like is there enough around philip rivers where they can consistently in and out in week in week out perform on offense defense I, i'm not worried about i think it remains to be seen at this point they they're lucky that they get to play people like the bengals to like try to find a way to get right um like I'm finna get right against you next week. Probably. I'm not. Look, I'm resigned to this already. Baker Mayfield's my quarterback. You're gonna win because we've already established that I am. That's my quarterback. We've already established that I am. Like I've opened up some kind of secret chest that I shouldn't have ever opened up, and now I'm cursed for. You fantasy. traded too much, dude. You, I know. I made trades. too many trades. Too and many I'm, trades. I've angered the fantasy gods. But uh, I don't, this is a tough game for me. I, as a Bengals fan, would love to be able to say, "Oh yeah, Joe Burrow." Obviously, they had a pretty. Not a great showing against the Ravens last week. Not at all. Terrible. But I think this actually might be end up being a close game, but I'm still going to pick Indy on it. I think the Bengals will cover the spread, though. I agree with that. I think Indy will win, but I do think seven and a half is a lot of points, especially if hopefully Indy goes up by another like by a field goal or a touchdown early, and that line moves a little bit. I'd love to get the Bengals like plus eleven. Oh yeah, It'd be fantastic. The Falcons and the Vikings, two very underachieving teams, although. The Vikings have improved greatly since the beginning they of the season. Almost, they and almost pulled off they the They should upset. have won. They should have won. They blew it. And they they didn't kick a field goal. They went for the throw on Well, well they're playing the against the other team that loves to blow it. So it's going to it's going to see who blows it first. Yeah. <laughs> and the Vikings defense isn't the worst and the Falcons defense is even worse than the Cowboys defense. So I think the Vikings will probably use this as a get-right game. I think they're improved and I think they'll turn their season I know, around. I think I think this is the week we keep saying that. But okay, how's Julio this week? I don't know. I think he's probably gonna be good. I think he was was he did he play last week? No, he did not. He was out. Right. I think he's gonna be right this week. I don't know. I haven't looked at the injury report, but I don't think he was far from being right last week. And Gurley had a good game too. It's just right. their defense can't stop anyone. Well, I know at that. all. I understand that. Are they gonna be able to, to cover Adam Thielen? Dalvin Cook, I don't know what his status is. I know he got hurt. I don't know if he came back in that game. I fell asleep. I, yeah, I, know. I so, did do my research. I, and I was awake for it, but I, I barely remember. It was a blur. I know Dalvin I was, I was very, I was very upset still about Dak, so I was uh, in, in an inebriate into, yes. into a stupor. Uh, but I don't know, man. I think I think if Julio is playing this week, I think this might be the week they get their first win. If they don't get it now, I don't know when they're going to get it. <laughs> like That's the thing. I don't know when they're going to get it if they don't get it now. I think the Vikings will take care of business. Um, the Patriots and the Broncos... This is interesting because the cancellation of their game this week actually helps both teams because... Is Cam coming back for this? That's what I'm... They're both going to get their starting quarterbacks back, I think. Cam should be clear of their two-week quarantine. That's mandatory. And Drew Locke is 100% going to play this week because he was going to probably play last week. There was a game-time game, decision. Yeah. 
But now an extra week of practice and time off, he's definitely playing. Oh, absolutely. So this should automatically be a much better game than it was going to be if it got played. I think it's going to be a better game, but I still don't. I don't know. What's the line on? There this is one? no line because There's right no line. now it's it's still. I guess there's still COVID scares. I, I I mean the Patriots. I would assume the Patriots are probably going to be favored yeah. by. If I had to put a number on it, I'd say like four and a half or five and a half. Less than seven, but more than three. I would still take the. I'm still taking the Patriots on this one. The Patriots have looked good, even like. You got to factor in Cam didn't start the one game. Their defense stepped up against the Chiefs big time. Exactly. They had a chance. They really did. They hung in there till like the end. Exactly. So I mean, with Cam back, assuming he's healthy and assuming no other setbacks happen, I like him in that. I absolutely like him in that. Yeah, I like him in that too. I like. I just I'm interested to see what the Broncos are. It's so unfortunate because I think they had a really bright potential this season to like maybe sneak in nine and seven with a wild card, but injuries, man. Well, it's are, been the, that's been the theme of the year. Their yeah. number one receiver, their their number one tight end, their quarterback, Von Miller got hurt. Yeah, like everyone's hurt. Like it's unbelievable. I haven't seen anything like this from a team in a long time, and especially to happen so early in the year. Like you can basically just throw this year in the trash, and it's unfortunate. You're going to waste a year out of all these young guys, but unfortunately, that's just how the uh, that's how the it is. NFL gods are. That's how it is right They're now. They're fickle, very fickle. Two birds are going against each other, the Ravens and the Eagles. I mean... Seven and a half points. I will say this. The Eagles played the Steelers much closer than I thought they were going to play them. They did distance themselves at the end, but they they did play them pretty tight for most of that game. For most of that game, they played them pretty tight. Um, But it's the Ravens, man. Their defense is nasty. Lamar Jackson still Lamar Jackson. I... I can see the Ravens probably winning by double digits. I think you're right, and I actually... This might be one of those weird times where I actually I will take the seven and a half for the Ravens. I hate doing that. A it's touchdown, a lot of points, but it's a, a touch uh, more than a touchdown is a lot of points. But I do I don't think the Eagles have any way to stop them. No, they don't. No, especially how's Fletcher Cox doing? Is he hurt? Still? I know he was hurt. I don't I don't know. If, I know they're they've already listed that Deshaun Jackson and Jeffrey are going to already miss this game. I think they've already announced that, and it's only Tuesday, so. They're not really, um, not really too keen on those guys. Well, they got but that, that Fulgham guy, man. Yeah, guy Fulgham. Stood. He had a breakout game. Somebody's going to spend forty dollars on that man in in our waiver wire. It's not going to be me. It's not going to be. It's not going to be. I'm me. spending forty dollars on Andy Dalton. I'm spending forty one dollars on Andy Dalton. I'm gonna. What do you have? You have like forty nine dollars left. Don't worry about what I got. I can see it. Don't worry, don't worry about what I got. I don't know if I really. I don't know if I think you're gonna. If you're, gonna, I'm trying to like try to talk to somebody else and have somebody else do my dirty <laughs> so you work. You don't for have me. to, because <laughs> I don't really want to spend forty five dollars on Andy Dalton. I'm going to make you. I'm not going to. I'm going to make you. Can you can have Andy Dalton. At the end of the day, it only it only affects me this week. So True. exactly. Like, do I'm not going? Do I want to budget my whole season going forward for hopefully beating you? And I don't even think you'd start Andy Dalton over Foles or or Mayfield. I have to see who they're playing. I'm well, not sure. I'm not sure because here's the thing. People like to talk crap about Andy Dalton, but he did lead Bengals to the playoffs a bunch of years. He did. And back when their only weapons were really just A.J. Green and Tyler Eifert. Yeah. Like, you have a much better receiving core with the Cowboys. I agree with that. But the so, only thing is, I think that they'll use a lot of a lot of the run game. They'll they'll take the ball out of his hands more. Which I is think what probably, I think do. they'll do that, and I think they'll probably do a lot of check downs, though. So. That's true. That's true. I don't know. It's, it's a tough decision. It's a tough decision. The, and it's not like the other guys you're, you have have terrible matchups. They're actually right next to each other. We'll get into them both at the same yeah. time. You've got Nick Foles going against the Panthers, and you've got Baker Mayfield going against the Steelers. Right. Uh, as far as the uh, the Panthers and Bears game go, Panthers have been looking pretty good this year. Without Christian, without Christian, without Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. With, Mike Davis has been stepping up. Mike Davis, I should have spent more on that, He's man. been stepping up. He's looked like a stud in McCaffrey's absence, and it's going to be scary to think about how good the, they're going to be when McCaffrey comes I back. I honestly think that, not saying that Mike Davis isn't a good player, but I really think it has a lot to do with that system. Like I hate to say, I hate to say that like people are system players, but like I think that um, Matt Rule's offensive designs are just like really well done, and he gets the most out of his talent, which is what you have to do. No, oh, yeah, well, yeah, of course, and then especially because you can't count on like injuries and stuff like this. So having someone to be able to step up into that system is good, and he has been able to. And everyone on that team has been really good. Robbie Anderson, Robbie been Anderson, great. thank God I got him. Robbie Anderson's been good, but uh. DJ Moore's been good. Like DJ Moore hasn't been good. DJ Moore just was good this week. He was good he, this week because he played against me. He was, in he fantasy. was good this week. <laughs> Guy hasn't averaged more than like six points all year. He had like eight. He had like thirty eight this week. It's like unbelievable. But I don't know. It's a. Uh, it, it's. I think the Panthers got this one over the Bears. 
as high as I am on Nick Foles, I think the Bear, the uh, Panthers got this one. I think you shouldn't be high on Nick Foles, and I think that the Panthers will easily cover the two-and-a-half-point spread. Um, and the other one was the um, Steelers, Steelers and the Browns. It's still hard for me to have a lot of faith in the Browns. But I'm happy for them, man. I'm happy that they're doing good. I'm like, happy This is their for best him. start since... They might finish over 500. This is, their, this is their best start since Bill Belichick was there. Oof. <laughs> That's a rough stat right there. That's a rough stat right there. So... Uh, they have the weapons. I mean, Nick Chubb being hurt is still obviously a, a thing. But you got Cream Hunt. Like, it's not a bad backup option, right? there. No, it's a great. He's 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 a running back one on some teams. Yeah. A lot of teams actually. So uh, they have the weapons. You got Odell Landry's been stepping up. Hooper's actually they're Hooper actually throwing the ball game. to Hooper. All they had to do was throw it to him every once in a while. Yeah. I think the, the the it's going to come down to the defense. It's probably a defensive matchup, to be honest. I think. And I think it's fair. I still like the Steelers. It's hard for me to say that because I hate the Steelers, but I like the Steelers in this one. And you have that Chase Claypool had a breakout game. Like that kid looks like a stud. He could be like the the future number one of that team. So I need a I need a bulletin posted for Juju Smith Schuster though. Yeah, you and me both. But he hasn't been around in a while. You well, haven't needed he, him, though. You've, the you've problem gotten, is, you've like gotten said, lucky he, where you haven't needed him. He, yeah, I haven't needed him. And uh, it comes down to he is the, he was the number one threat on that team, so a lot of people were do- doubling him. So it comes down to that, and now you got Claypool stepping up. They're going to have to like pick who they want to cover. Yeah, and if Deontay Johnson comes back, that's even harder. And then they have that Washington guy, too. The Steelers have some receivers that can go yeah. up and make plays. Yeah, so I, I like the Steelers the in this one. I, like I, the, I, like I actually think the Browns will win. I think I think this is the game. This is the game. The coming out party. Where we see if the Browns are for real. Like, they beat the Cowboys, which some people said, okay. They beat the Colts, who are a good measuring stick. But I think this, a, a divisional game against a team that's 4-0, and while you're 4-1, and is this is the measuring stick right here. Are, well, I agree with are that. you for real? I think if they do win this, they are definitely for real, but I don't think they're going to win it. I think the Steelers still I think I, I hope they keep it close. I hope I really hope we see the resurgence of the Browns because that's a that's a city besides the Cavaliers that one year. Cleveland has nothing to be happy no, about. Ever. And especially like, even this living in Cleveland, like it's just a terrible place. Oh, yeah, to their be. river caught on fire once. How does that even happen? <laughs> How it's water though. I don't like that. It's bad. It's just a fact you look bad. it up. We have like weird matchups of we had birds with the Ravens and the Eagles. Now we've got jungle cats with the Jaguars and the Lions. I guess the lion, Lions aren't a jungle cat, but big cats. Big, big cats. Big I predatory mean, cats. I'm not going to lie. The, the Jaguars have not looked great. No. Gardner Minshew is a fraud. It's, he's, he's, My man had one solid cracks, week. The cracks are starting to show in Gardner Minshew's game. Which is, he just throws the ball. Like He just, <laughs> he just steps back there and just fucking says, go get it. And it doesn't work sometimes like that. It's, it does not work like and that. We were watching their their last week when they were in the red zone. Their play calling is horrific in the red zone. Oh, absolutely. I don't get it. You take James Robinson has been their best player, and I'm he not could, just saying that and because James Robinson could easily be rookie of the year candidate. He could be if if it's not him, if it's not Burrow. I think it it, it could certainly go to him. But he's proven so far to be your best and most consistent offensive weapon, and you take him out in the red zone for um, what's his name? Fuck, what's his, the the running back who used to be on the the um, Redskins. He's on the the Jaguars now. Oh, I forget. Dude. He's like a. It's fine. He's like a third down pass catching running back. There's a you know every team has one of yeah. those now. But I get it. You want to have a passing threat. But James Robinson has proven to catch the ball. What are you doing? Like get your best players the ball. If if you're if you want to win in the NFL, you have to get your best players the ball. Right. Absolutely. I mean, and Shark got hurt, but still, there's no excuse for it. Like you throw three straight fades on the five yard line, like. Give the ball to your best running back and let him see if he can make a play and go get it. Yeah. Like I, I can't stand when teams try to overthink themselves and get too cute with stuff like that. You mean like in the Super Bowl where they didn't give the ball to Marshawn Lynch? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like stuff like that. It just I, I rack my brain. Like you want to be the smartest man in the room and you just look like a fool. Yeah. The uh AFC least Oh, by the way, I, we didn't pick that. I, I like the uh I like Detroit in that one. I don't care. <laughs> this is irrelevant game. It's, an, it's such an irrelevant it's an game. Ugly game that no but one I think the Jaguars will win this game I like actually. That one. I think that the Jaguars might actually get right. Um as right as they can get actually, I should say. They're not going to be able to get too right. Jets and Dolphins. Kind of an interesting matchup because I think the Dolphins Dolphins are they're weird, man. They're such a weird team. Well, it's, it literally it's the story of Fitzpatrick's career. He'll go out and have amazing games and then he'll he follow it up. He was incredible. He'll follow it up by like throwing four interceptions the next game 
that being said, though, it is the New York Jets. <laughs> like, I have no reason to have any amount of confidence in them whatsoever. No, not even a little Nothing. bit. Nothing. Like, I could honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets went over like, for the whole season. Yeah, I could see that, too. Because I mean, what are you playing for? You're playing Trevor Lawrence. Exactly. And are you going to want to win if you, because do you think Sam Darnold's your future after seeing the way he's played? Like he had one decent game against the Broncos. And that was against the Broncos. It was against the Broncos. Who also have nothing to play for. Exactly. And they still couldn't win. Yeah. They still couldn't win. So I think at this point, like aside from playing for pride, you're playing for Trevor Lawrence. Pretty much. And there's nothing there that shows me anything that their Jets are going to win. The Dolphins actually have an outside shot to be a wild card team. They do. If they can if they can get some consistency, they've they found, you know, Fitzpatrick is finding his targets in um Parker and um Preston what Williams. Preston Williams, yeah. And Miles Gaskin has emerged as a number one back on that team. They're giving him the ball twenty five times a game. So like they can I think they could be a dangerous team. At least a spoiler team. I mean, I mean look, they they beat up on the on the 49ers pretty bad. Yeah, and that's even then you could say whatever you want about Jimmy Garoppolo, and I know they gave him some short fields with bad interceptions, but that's still a pretty good damn good defense the 49ers have. Absolutely. It's a good defense, and even if you don't like Jimmy G, he still got him to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, and they have talent on that team. Mostert came back and Kittle was still there and Debo Samuel's playing again. Like they got yeah. a lot of stuff and Exactly. And to beat him like the way they beat him. They beat him bad. So, I mean, it's an interesting team to watch. The Dolphins are an enigma, man. They're an enigma to me. I can't figure them out, but I think there's no question in they're my mind they're going to the though. Jets. They're if they lose to the exciting. Jets, if they lose to the Jets, I don't know what I'm going to do. This think. is something that they will do, though, which I know, is why it's a, it's a I, I'm actually going to pick. Fitzpatrick's going to throw like three interceptions. Probably. I'm going to pick the Jets in a really, fu- really bold statement. That's a bold statement, man. Because I think that if they can beat anybody, it would be a Dolphins team that's better than them, but just the Dolphins will find a way to Dolphin. <laughs> Like and they'll and they'll lose to the Jets. I'm gonna assume I didn't hear, I know for sure if you I'm, said I'm anything. The, I'm picking the uh, the, the Dolphins. Dolphins on that's what one. I figured. Uh, Packers and Buccaneers. The uh, Packers are finally healthy. Devontae Adams is gonna play. Mm-hmm. Thank the sweet Lord above. I need this man to play. Aaron Rodgers has been a Renaissance man this year. He's been fucking awesome. He's been great. I think he actually has, in my opinion, the third outside. He has the outside shot. Now I think he moves into the second spot to win the MVP. Well, yeah, it was Wilson and Dak, and now it's Wilson and Rodgers. I mean, still Russ still has obviously the yeah. I think edge. I think Russ, Russell Wilson is by heads and you know shoulders above. Uh, yeah, right now the way he's he's playing out of his mind. But Aaron Rodgers, man, he's he's making the Packers look good again. Like it's a far cry from the team last year where the, every win they had was an ugly win. Like, they're actually looking good. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man this year. Absolutely. And I, and I like to see it. So I think uh, Tom Brady doesn't know how to count to four. Like, it's... And it's, they're only getting one and a half, man. I don't know. Although this is a... It's weird, though. Now, is Godwin coming back this week? I don't know. If and, it, that might that could make the difference in it. But I still... It's hard for me to pick the way the Packers are playing, even without Devontae Adams for the last couple weeks. They've still been, like, really good. And you get him back... Like I'm picking the Packers on this. The thing that scares me is the Bucks. I feel like will will find a way to get right. Then just a get right game for them, and I think they might win. But I I got to go with my gut and go with the Packers. Yeah, I'm going with the Packers on this one too. An interesting Sunday night matchup with the Rams and the 49ers. Both these teams are trash. So Oof, bad takes. <laughs> now you can maybe say that about the 49ers after last week, but the Rams have I one still- loss, and their one loss is very questionable. Look. I just have flashbacks to Jared Goff in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. And yeah. And even last year, they weren't that great. I mean, they were a borderline almost made the playoff team, but I don't know. Uh, that being said, 49ers looked like garbage last week against the Dolphins. And at least the one thing I can say about the Rams is their offense can be explosive with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to the Rams on this one. I, I'm going to agree with you, actually. I'm going to agree with you on that. Um, two, we have two Monday night games this week, which I totally forgot about, actually. I actually don't know why we have two Monday night games. Probably Corona, dude. Corona changed the schedule so Listen, much. Listen, there should always be two Monday night games. I, I can't even stay awake for one. So no, but one starting at, like, they have this one, the first one, the Chiefs and Bills, which is a great game. Starts at five. I love it. Oh, it starts at five. I absolutely. love it. I'll be home from work in time for it to start. I oh, actually yeah. would kind of prefer it gets bumped back to, like, maybe six. six. But or, hey. like, five. Th- five thirty would actually be optimal. But you know what? Five? I get to come home, 
cook dinner. This is, is going to be what it's like to live on the West Coast. Like if when you're on the West Coast and then you have a, a Monday night game at 8 o'clock, it's 5 o'clock over it's there. Awesome. So. Except when it's 1 o'clock games and you have to get up at 10 o'clock to watch football. Hey, man, you know what, though? That means less time I got to spend bullshitting in my day to what, till football That's starts, true, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. That is true. But I think this is a really interesting game. There's no line on it, which I'm not 100% sure why, actually. Probably because of Corona again. The corona Chiefs, concerns. I know they had some scares, but... This is this is another one of those games I think is a big measuring stick for the Bills. Like they beat the Rams, which is a very big win for them. But if they can go out there and beat the the Chiefs, I think that would say a lot do about them. Do you think if the Bills win this, do you think it says more about the Bills or more about the Chiefs? I think it depends on the way that the it, Chiefs have played. They should have arguably lost to the Chargers. Yeah, they lost to the uh, to the Raiders. Yeah. Like I'm saying, man, I don't know. Are they? I think it depends on the fashion that they lose. I think if they lose a a 17 to 14 game, that's just really hard fought. I think that says more about the Bills. If they lose a game where it's 45 to 42, I think that says more about the Chiefs because that would tell me that the Chiefs' Achilles heel, which you know, it, it's, it's been defense. the defense. Yeah, it's always their but defense. That's a big problem. That could be a, a huge problem. Um, and I just think that I think it really just depends on the, the way. But I think honestly, I think both these teams are fine. I think no, both, I think I think they're both obviously. I think they both are probably going to win their respective divisions. But I think the Raiders are going to be making it close in the AFC West. Like it's going to be an interesting way to see how that division ends up. Yeah, I'm super excited to see the the Raiders continue. See if they and can that's keep the thing, it up. Even, even the uh, AFC East now with the Patriots and Cam. Like it, that could also be another good division to watch. Like coming down the stretch. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of interesting things that are happening. And the last one is the Cardinals and the Cowboys. The Cardinals, I like the Cardinals because I don't think the Cowboys can stop the Cardinals. That's the thing. And it, with, it, I can't believe this is a two and a half point line. Actually, I think I might as soon as we get off of this, I think I might go throw twenty bucks on that. Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing: like, literally, you have to figure the one thing that the Cowboys have been hinging their entire season on so far is their offense, and your starting quarterback just got hurt. Yeah, and I, I think they'll be. In the grand scheme of things, I think their offense will still be good. Fine, Andy Dalton's a a pretty good quarterback. He's serviceable. But is he going to be able to put up? He's not going to put up Dak numbers. When they five hundred yards a game, is he going to put up forty-two points when their defense gives up thirty-five? I don't think so. Can he put up twenty-four? Absolutely. Yeah. But can their defense? I don't think Andy Dalton's that kind of quarterback. He's not a quarterback. Like he's not a gunslinger. No, he's a game manager at this point in his career. Yeah. So I like the Cardinals on this one. I just can't believe it's two and a half. That's a really tight line. I'm surprised too. Finna go throw some some bread on this. I'm about to just take everything out of my bank account real quick. Don't do it. Might do it. Don't do it. Might do it. What you can do is tell me about this beer. I mean, I um, I've told you a lot about this beer. Right you now. have. I was actually I was trying to get you to stop saying so much about the damn beer because you basically gave it an entire review just without putting a number on it. It's fine. I love it though. I'm I'm going to tell you again. It's refreshing. It's delicious. If you like IPAs, you will like the 18-watt IPA from Single Cut Brewsmiths. Still not sure about the validity of a Brewsmith, but... Do you have to go to, like, college for that? Are you accredited or something? I have no idea, but I feel like you wear, like, a like a belt, maybe? Like, a tool belt? And there's like I feel like that's what a Brewsmith does, dude. Like, I don't know. It's forged in the fire. It's forged in the fire, but all I know is it's delicious. I think it's delicious. As someone who loves IPAs, this is... A classic IPA, and I, I I don't know how you feel about it. Like if you th- believe like what I'm saying, how it's a lighter IPA taste where it's not as strong as regular. But Ruby, hey, my dog is devouring. Scott, go take the collar away from my dog. Sorry, everyone. My dog is my dog was sleeping for the entirety of the episode, and now has decided that she wants to go out for a walk. So she's she just grabbed her collar and is hurling it around the basement. So we'll wrap this up. Um, the beer is fine. It's an IPA. I have nothing too negative to say about it. I have nothing too positive to say about it. It's middle of the road for me. It does nothing more than I expected or less than I expected. It is a two and a quarter because I simply just don't love IPAs. So it's just a teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny bit below average, but it's essentially right down the middle for me. For me, um, obviously we had a very strong showing with our raspberry milkshake IPA. It's at the bar one. really high. That's at the bar really high. So I, I wouldn't say this is better than that, but I'd say if you're an average everyday IPA drinker, and this is one of those beers that I think you can drink a lot of because the IPA taste, at least to me, doesn't get overwhelming. It's very light. It's very refreshing. I would say that for me, it's a 3.75. 
Three point seven five. All right, we're going. We're going half we're rate. Going, we're, yes. we're going quarters. We're now. going quarters now because I, I don't want to give it a four and tie it with the raspberry a four milkshake. Four is a strong. I'm pretty sure that's rating. what I gave the raspberry milkshake. I think you might have gave it a four and a half. Whatever I did, give it half a point or a quarter of a point less than that. Okay, so it's not quite a four, but it's above average for you. Yes, and good, solid, solid, strong, IPA. strong solid showing. IPA. Well, single cut, which are eighteen watt IPA. You got the uh, Scott seal of approval. Absolutely, Scott doesn't give that out uh, willy nilly. So consider Absolutely. if you listen to our high lie review last week or two weeks ago, you would know that they've since closed their doors since this review. I don't think they have. They probably haven't. They probably do not even know we exist. That's fine. Because as far as I'm concerned, that they beer doesn't exist. exist. That exactly. beer is that beer is dead to me. If I ever see it in the in the grocery store or the liquor store, I'm gonna throw the cans in the trash. <laughs> gonna get busted for, for looting a store, taking all their beer cans. <laughs> looting, out. looting a store and then immediately disposing of Yeah, them. I'm gonna <laughs> Worst, I'm not gonna throw away the, the worst word. It's just it's just a disrespect thing at that point. Yeah, it's it's just on principle alone. It's just on principle alone. Get better, or whatever the name of that brewery was. I Cigar City. Cigar City. Get better. Do better. Do better. Do better. Do better than that. Grow up. Yeah, grow up. Grow up. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. I'm gonna need some help to get this beer out of my mouth. So I'm gonna go wash it down with a burger or something. All right, do what you got to do, man. All right, I think it's delicious. I'll sign us off then. So everybody, we thank you for listening. Um, once again, we're sorry we missed another week because we're just trash. But unfortunately, real life does happen sometimes. But. We are really going to try and tighten it up and get more consistent. Um, we would love to hear from you guys. If anybody listening to this wants to pose us a question or a topic that they want us to talk about in our next episode, we would love to do that. Maybe we'll throw something up on our social medias to see if anybody has anything they want us to talk about. Um, but until next time, guys, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful week, guys.